0: We're gonna write a book about everything So many things that we can explore Documented in a series of podcasts
1: I'm not sure what we're doing this for
0: Flat 29's Big Book of Everything Burn all the textbooks cause they're
2: obsolete 29.
0: It's our attempt to rewrite book history By making podcasts yeah. every week
2: Okay, let's do the register. Charlie? Yes, sir. Rich? Yes, sir. Good morning, and my name's Mr. Dan, and this class is collectively known as Flat 29. Each week, we add a new chapter to our national curriculum-compliant Big Book of Everything, gradually building up a comprehensive guide to everything in and around our universe. This week is Chapter 4, Education. So when we're talking about school, the first thing to talk about is how you can get out of it. So we all wake up in the morning, we don't want to go to school. What sort of excuses can we think of to get out of going to school in the morning?
1: Well, um, I always used to try this, you know, in various tactics. Normally, the best one I found was to try and feign illness. So would you go for a specific
2: illness or would you just say, I'm, I'm generically it would be, ill, I don't mum. feel
1: very well. To, yeah, it was a generic illness. It was. <laughs> okay. I don't feel very well. Um, Cover you know, all bases. I like I've it. I've got, a, a you know, a bad cold, sore throat, bit of a temperature. Yeah. like, You don't feel hot here's the thermometer and so you had to get past the thermometer test right? <laughs> stage one <laughs> well i stick it under the hot tap you see and it's a sort of, you know, pretty hot water so my temperature is you know basically up to well i'm dead and <laughs> that's <laughs> too much <laughs> to mom, she just looks and goes no you're going to school I was just, oh. <laughs> damn sorry son you're clinically dead you're going to school <laughs> yeah i think that was about the close i ever got to really kind of faking my way out of school i, I wasn't very good at it
2: How can you raise your temperature?
1: Just watch, like, a really
2: exciting programme. You
3: could watch the one show. (laughs) Does that raise your temperature? Yeah, when you see Christine Blakely. And Adrian Childs.
1: That brings it back down. (laughs) Now you see what I do is I listen to the Today programme and that gets me so irate that I'm just, you know, about seven degrees (laughs) than I was and I woke up, so... (laughs) Thought for the day gets you pretty hot under the collar,
2: right, Charlie? Oh, this priest is especially sexy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexy religion. <laughs> what is the sexiest religion?
1: My friend's <laughs> just done kind of
2: a doctorate in theology. Maybe we should
3: ask him. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, monks. What's going on under there? <laughs> Something I th- sexy. I think the sexiest religion is Scientology. What? Because of Tom Cruise? Two reasons. Tom Cruise. And Noel Edmonds. <laughs> Those are some sexy reasons.
1: It's Noel Edmonds Scientology? I thought yeah, he man. was
3: Cosmic
2: Reordering. He's just, I think called yeah, Noel Edmonds is, is his is. own brand of bullshit.
3: Podcast, <laughs> podcast, 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 podcast. You're having a lovely
1: podcast. Oi!
2: Now, as you go through school, you get all these report cards at the end of the year where you're assessed on how well you've done in the subject, behaviour, progress, that kind of thing. And we've been digging through our respective uh, boxes and suitcases and whatever you like to keep your bits of paper in and looking for all of our old report cards, okay? And we have got a few of them now which we'd like to share a few comments so you can just get a picture of what we were like at school. So with mine, a lot of the silliness comes from my own comments because you get assessed on your own progress and then at the bottom... You can write in what you think, how you've done that year. And so uh, a good example of that is, here we go, science, uh, year nine, I've written. I've done all right in science. I think I spend a bit too much time decorating my work and don't write enough. And that is indicative <laughs> of my school career. It, it looks really good, but there was no substance. So I assume you did well in art then? No. <laughs> That's the bitter irony. (laughs) So I've got this one here, which is from my history teacher in year eight. And my history teacher was one of those young, quite sexy history teachers.
1: There's a sexy history teacher? Yeah,
2: I know. (laughs) You know what they're like, That's a crazy world you live in. I've never had one of those. I did. Her name's Miss Noak, and I would sit at the front of the class, and I would just kind of stare at her. (laughs) And I was in year eight, I was very confused. And this is what she's written about me. Daniel is still something of a mystery to me. (laughs) Uh, Some of his work has been excellent and he has made some excellent classroom contributions. At times, Daniel lets himself down with silly actions. (laughs) Oh.
3: (laughs) If only I hadn't been so silly, I would have been in there, right? (laughs) Okay, I've got a few um, things from my reports, but you must be aware that they're quite biased because they're things that I've hand picked out. okay for something we had to do in our last year at school like it's called a national record of achievement right that sounds good NRA like the gun lobby in America N-R-A yeah and it's just <laughs> okay. something where you just have to pick stuff that makes you look good so it is a bit biased
2: <laughs> excellent but I yeah. will and read all- them
3: out and enjoy it Listen, and this this site like, makes me sound amazing <laughs> okay Richard is a tremendously talented sportsman who is fortunate to have excellent levels of coordination, speed, balance and stamina. Wow. Meaning he is an exceptional games player. That's big words, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You sound like, like David Beckhams. David Beckhams, don't I? So. <laughs> One of my good ones that I wrote was, here's my
2: here's my RE report from year 10. I've written on my comment at the bottom... I don't think I've done very well in RE. My target is to do better at everything, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> not just in RE in life. I've got some more here. That, okay. So literally on this one, it says Richie is a lovely young man <laughs> and reliable student with an excellent attendance and punctuality record. His uniform and tick <laughs> <laughs> His figure-hugging uniform. <laughs>
1: it's sexy.
3: So, his uniform and presentation are also excellent He is relaxed, cooperative and polite
0: <laughs> Relaxed
3: He's a relaxed, chilled out guy Effortlessly like the- cool and with natural charisma
1: <laughs> He's like the Fonz of Bristol
3: <laughs> He is relaxed, cooperative and polite Adopting a very mature approach Richie works well as a member of the form What is this Richie? <laughs> I not know It's Richie spelt with an I-E Richie works well as a member of the form and is open and tolerant of other people's ideas and situations. He is well-motivated and hard-working, but even more dedication is needed now. And that that then you mean? can be the best human that has ever lived. Then it says, well, that is w-
2: wildly complimentary. I Mine on anything like that. I love you so much.
3: And then it says, I wish Richie every success in the future. It has been a pleasure to have this opportunity <laughs> to meet and get to know him. <laughs> and I hope I can see him outside school and develop a lasting bond.
2: Um, Charlie, have you got any there you wanted to
1: talk about? Well, what? see, I've had to dig through um, the files in my household for all my old reports, and um, they basically all say, Charlie has worked slowly and steadily, blah, 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 blah. He's quiet in in lessons and doesn't contribute at all,
3: uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> which is pretty good. <laughs> which is like you in flat 29. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, just sit quietly in the corner.
1: <laughs> and basically, because I spent too much of my time doing theatre studies, every single thing mentions this uh, play called Camera 10 that I was in and uh, how, how great a performance I gave. Sounds shit. <laughs> sounds bloody shit. <laughs> Camera <laughs> 10. What's that all about? I, I don't know. It sounds to a Downing Street and a press photographer. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't a very exciting play. I Actually, <laughs> it
3: does sound shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking, but now I know. But now I'm serious. That sounds <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Rich is just on a
2: high from his own uh, amazing reports and feels free to just (laughs) sully everyone
1: (laughs) else's. Pretty much, yeah. So I kept digging in the files of stuff that I found because those reports were quite boring. And what I did find was basically educational gold. Okay. um, (laughs) I found the Key Stage 2 papers from 1996 Right I have found, and this is good It's the uh, English writing booklet for levels 3 to 5 What they do is they give you three different titles to choose from And you have to write a story Oh, brilliant (laughs) Uh, So we've got some Charlie authored stories I have the story here that I wrote for Key Stage 2 And I had a choice of three titles There's Look Who's Talking No Time to Lose And The Longest Day Which did you go for? I went for No Time to Lose.
2: And now we present Charlie Mosserson with No Time to Lose.
1: They could have made it. I know they could. All they needed was a few more minutes. Hitler couldn't have timed it better than (laughs) this. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Sorry, carry on.
2: (laughs) Why are you writing about Hitler? Why is the first thing that comes to your mind when No Time to Lose... Right, I shall do a story about Hitler.
1: I don't know, I think I'm missing the rest of the paper where I may have got the inspiration from, I don't know.
2: Okay, sorry, carry on, carry on.
1: Rich, meet your damn microphone.
3: I just want to know, were they always, was it always going to be about Hitler, whatever the story was?
1: <laughs> I don't know, I think... Actually, I probably Well, the longest day, isn't that like uh, that's a lesser famous day from uh, Second For World Hitler, War? Yeah. <laughs> and um, look who's talking, I think. Look who's talking. It's Hitler. It sounds,
3: it sounds like at the time you were infatuated with Hitler. So you are like, right, I'm definitely going to write about Hitler, but i just going to. depending on what they tell me to do, I'll I just have to work it in there. Shoehorn it into them, uh, one of the titles.
1: If, look, if I can carry on to the next paragraph, it all okay.
2: makes OK, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> but I'm loving it so far. Carry on.
1: I'm going to walk away. <laughs> the bomb just came sailing down out of the sky, and as it hit our house, I knew my mother and father were dead. God! <laughs> I knew they could never live through that. Uh, even though I was 20 metres from the house by the Anderson shelter, I still had a splinter of glass in my arm. I was lucky. I just managed to throw myself flat on the ground as things came flying through the air, bouncing off the shelter and the back fence. Here are my aunts. It's nice enough that I will never feel like home. How can it? My house was smashed like glass under a hammer. I thought that's a good use of simile there. Yeah, boy. good um, simile. How old were you? Uh, I must have been 10 or 11. I okay. enough to
3: know about Hitler. <laughs> I don't think what I knew anything mean? about Hitler when I was 10 or 11. <laughs> Charlie knew everything about Hitler.
1: I've searched among the Rubble to see if there's anything, anything at all which will remind me of my mother and father.
2: This is harrowing,
1: Charlie. I'm, I'm getting sad. <laughs> it's no time to lose, Dan. A bomb dropped on my house. I, I had guess. no time. OK. <laughs> Just something that will remind me of them, as I will never see them again until I have gone to the great place above where happiness and peace are the only rules. (laughs) I hate Hitler. He's such a coward. You never see him at the front line ordering his troops about. He leaves that to his officers. He probably just sits back and has fruit dropped into his mouth by German girls. And look what he's done to all the Jews, just because he doesn't like them. (laughs) If it wasn't for him and his droopy moustache, mother and father wouldn't be dead, and we would still have our house and our life would be as it used to be. Uh, all we needed was just a little more time instead the hourglass ran out and we lost our time
2: bloody hell that was a massive
3: downer
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought we'd have got off the subject
3: of Hitler but then you bookended that story with Hitler basically
2: (laughs) my favourite bit was the bit
3: about Hitler (laughs) (laughs) especially the bit about German girls dropping (laughs) (laughs) fruit into his
1: it's a nice touch there what
2: an image what an image time for another flat 29 hit a comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit damn girl you're looking flat fine, but when we're in the club we're dropping flat 20 rhymes find us up in wages dropping flat 20 rhymes eating a and dropping flat 20 rhymes people say we're middle class dropping flat 20 rhymes but on this podcast dropping flat 20 rhymes flat 20 rhymes is of course the section where each week either myself rich or charlie constructs for us a new song about the subject this week's subject education has a song made by rich and it's called i don't want an education take it away rich
0: it's taken a while but now at GCSE Education just doesn't work for me Let me A-level with you I'm never gonna get myself an MBQ I suppose that to a degree An educated scholar I'd like to be But then I start to feel all rational. Do I have what it takes to get a B Tech, national? The chorus: I don't want an education, just state benefits and a PlayStation. I don't want a science degree, just Domino's pizza and Call of Duty. don't see the point in geography All media studies, it's so French to me Don't need a teacher telling me what to do Tell me when has algebra ever been useful for you I've got bad memories of PE Cause the PE teacher used to molest me No, I don't Show me how to wash I'm just trying to shower Get your dirty hands off To the chorus I don't want an education Just stay benefits on a Playstation I don't want a science degree Just Domino's Pizza And Call of Duty Sing it again now I don't want an education Just state benefits and a PlayStation I don't want a science degree Just Domino's Pizza and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Modern Warfare (laughs) 2
2: Quality ending (laughs) Good, I like that how much of that is true, Rich, about the uh um, feature? The molesting
3: <laughs> bit, I was running out of words to think of. I literally rate that in about two minutes, about half an hour ago. So, <laughs> <Nice. you know. laughs> I do like the um, kind
2: of announcer throughout.
3: Take it to the <laughs> chorus. <laughs> that was just, I got bored one time listening to it free, so I just put record I, on. I was like, I'm just going to announce every section. I,
2: I kind of guessed that was the case. <laughs>
3: Challenge Charlie,
0: let's take away. And challenge Charlie. We'll make him do whatever we decide. Challenge Charlie. Give him a pointless task. He can't say no. Challenge Charlie. He'll do it or he won't be on the next
2: show. Challenge Charlie. Then this is the part of the show where each week we give Charlie a new challenge for him to do, based around this week's theme. This week's theme, of course, being education. Now, we're mixing up the format slightly this week, but before we look at this week's challenge, let's look at how things are coming along with the long-running challenge that we set up in last week's transport-themed episode. So last week, we launched the challenge where me and Charlie are going to race around the world before 2009 is out and see who gets the furthest from our house. And whoever gets the furthest around the world wins. Now, how have you done this week, Charlie? Have you travelled
1: anywhere exotic? No. I've been to London one to five times.
2: So, Charlie, you have journeyed, then, a total distance of 44.13 miles, which is a good start. It's only been a week, you know. So I have only travelled a very short distance for most this week, but last night went to London. Oh, no! So my current distance, then, after travelling to London yesterday, just so I could beat Charlie and his stupid face, is... (laughs) 53.97 53.97 oh, miles no. yes Ooh. hang on
1: we've got another month to go on this <laughs> we've got a month to go but this is a good start though that is so a good we'll... start That's, uh, you've got what a 10 mile excess on me I've got about
2: 10 miles on you Charles so you step up your game <laughs> So that's how we're doing so far and we will keep you updated on this as we go along. Now this week's challenge is a little bit different. We're not going for a challenge specifically for Charlie. I contacted Rich and Charlie earlier in the week and gave them the challenge of learning a new skill. And so this week we've each learned a new skill which we're going to talk about a little bit now. So what did you learn this week? Let's start with Rich. What did you learn?
3: I'm hoping no one else has done this and it's not really like a skill that you could use in an <laughs> academic way. No, but you not could, mine. You could probably use it in the circus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it might well be the same thing as me.
3: It might on, be the same thing as me, we'll see. Oh no! <laughs> no, I learnt to juggle.
2: Me too. Oh nice. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> oh, disaster. So <laughs> you can juggle now, so both of you guys learnt to juggle. We should have really coordinated. Well basically, <laughs> yeah,
3: I know. Basically, I've, I've, I'm have I've, i going to video it. I'm going to video myself juggling so we can Excellent. put it up and let you know my standard, you know. Brilliant, so how are you doing then? Three balls? Three balls, basically, I <laughs> I started off with two, just getting yeah. the sort of motion, and then I added the third one in sort of okay. uh, just over halfway through the week and now I can sort of do it for a bit but I do yeah. sort of start running around a bit like a madman. But <laughs> I'll, I'll try and get it on camera and then maybe yeah. if Charlie does as well. We can yeah. have a uh, juggle off. That sounds wicked. Can you do that, Charlie? Have you got facility to record it? I do
1: have a facility to record, but wicked, I'm so yeah. far behind Rich. I mean, I'm <laughs> I am can do kind of, I can throw the ball and catch it in the other hand. And but I can... one ball. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my level. Oh, I've, God. I've been trying hard, but to be honest, it's not, it's not something well... like that fits into my skill set as educators might say
2: (laughs) well this is good though because we're learning totally new skills and these are very practical skills we can use these in everyday life to like impress girls and stuff so we're going to try and get Rich and Charlie to film those and put them up on the website you know midway through the week so you can see them at our website flat29.com or on our Facebook group Flat 29's Big Book of Everything so we'll update those later in the week now mine is also a circus skill so we're (laughs) going to have to put on at some point a Flat 29 Big Top (laughs) now my skill was the uh, noble profession of balloon modelling Ah and uh, I've never done any balloon modelling before. I didn't even know where to go. I went to Sainsbury's to try and get some balloons, but obviously it's much more specialist than that. In the end, I went to this kind of joke slash fancy dress shop. The sort of thing that you imagine would be like the first to fall in a recession, but was inexplicably <laughs> still open for business. So, so, you know, I went there, I got my balloons, I selected my colours. They had to, they had to get the balloons out from like a special box behind the counter. Wow. I f- it felt like a dirty transaction. Can I get some uh, modelling balloons? Do
1: they come in a brown bag?
2: <laughs> they did. They literally. <laughs> came in a brown paper bag <laughs> so so i was trying to get into this balloon modeling i i ran into a problem straight away when i just couldn't blow it up and it is really hard these are hardcore mm. really tight balloons i, I nearly gave myself a, a hemorrhage by trying to blow this up <laughs> Did <you laughs> have up, like, up? <laughs> it really did my I, my head got really hot and i had a headache for <laughs> the rest of the day but i went back i got a pump everything was sorted and i started to do my modeling now obviously the first court of call was the snake Sorted. Nice, <laughs> good it up. job. Good job. <laughs> Drew some eyes on it. and that was good so i i moved on then to the dog now this is a a more traditional balloon modeling thing a dog you know you've got the little ears and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so i actually did it it took me it took me a few tries and i kind of went slightly wrong and i used too much balloon for the body and you can see these pictures on our website now get on down to flat i put too much balloon in the body and i didn't leave enough for the head so its head was just like a kind of a little lump of balloon and i drew a sad face on it (laughs) so that didn't go very well but then my second attempt i made managed to do a fully formed balloon dog and i'm so proud of it okay that's really good thanks man so this is my balloon dog number two it's got a proper tail proper head everything it's brilliant i'm so pleased with that and then my last attempts i made a few different things i made a sword which was brilliant i tried to make a swan it didn't work (laughs) but i went for i finally went for the classic balloon hat and there's a picture of that up on the website as well, which was kind of like, it's kind of like a bicycle helmet type affair, which I'm wearing. I think you should <laughs>
3: go to Afghanistan and wear it. <laughs> with my balloon sword, accompanied by an army of
2: balloon dogs. <laughs> so I'm really <laughs> pleased with my skill, and I feel that this has really enhanced my life that I can now balloon model, and I'm going to try this out at parties, and I think we can definitely set up a circus skills type thing, yeah. and uh, yeah, the whole the future looks up for our circus life. So Ofsted's annual report says that progress is being held back by a minority of uninspiring teachers who are just dragging everyone down. And we all remember at school you have a very uninspiring teacher who just makes lessons incredibly boring. How can we make this better? How can we make our lessons more inspiring? What do you reckon, guys?
3: I've got an idea, right? Yeah. Um, One idea is that all the teachers should be naked is that inspiring (laughs) Um, I don't know it'd just make it more interesting wouldn't it (laughs) you'd pay attention certainly and my set my follow up you'd you'd be like I respect this guy I'm going to hear what he has to say so basically you're
1: saying that school should be nudist (laughs) camps
3: basically apart from keep the ties (laughs) that's a nice touch I just think it would make things a bit... It would shake things up a bit. It certainly would shake things up a bit. It would shake a lot of things up a bit in a very sexy way. It would, wouldn't it? I think basically it should make school more sexy. (laughs) Because kids love sex. They do. It's true. Maybe the teacher should just all have sex. (laughs) Too much. (laughs) Anyway, I think I've gone off on a tangent. Well, well, what you really want is,
2: is teaching to be a bit more like it is in films, like, you know, Dead Poets Society and stuff like that. I want to, be able to get up
1: on my desk and say, oh, captain, my captain.
2: Exactly. So so I reckon what we could have is maybe an orchestra at the back of every classroom. You can just play emotional music during a particularly rousing speech. That would certainly get everyone welling up, hands on their chests, standing on their desks, all yes, that kind of thing. Yes, and then you think,
1: you know, you have that lesson at the end of term where no one does any working, like bringing board games or whatever, or watch a video. I yeah. mean, maybe they could play kind of freeform jazz. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for a bit of fun. <laughs> a bit of a party atmosphere there, so freeform jazz.
2: <laughs> I like it. Or well, what about the ultimate inspiring lessons? Every lesson in the world is taught by Barack Obama. <laughs> I mean, it's impractical, but it would be bloody inspiring.
1: <laughs> in, in full uh, oratory form, he would just be like, exactly. Uh, you know, that man so...
2: can
3: make algebra so bloody noble. <laughs> I think it could happen because he could do like a satellite link up.
2: Okay, I like it.
3: Well, we'll try and get that set up then. <laughs> I think I've got an idea. I think there yeah. should be more fireworks in school. <laughs> what when someone makes a particularly good point? Just actual fireworks, or maybe sound effects and things like that. Yeah. What yeah.
2: if that? What if every class was done in front of a live studio audience?
3: <laughs> That'd be good. Who's
1: been?
2: Getting in touch with us, let's look at the letters page. So let's see who's been getting in touch with us over the last few weeks about subjects that we've discussed. Now, let's go all the way back to chapter one when we talked about shaving my shoulders. So what we talked about was, I have quite hairy shoulders, it's disgusting, should I shave them? We threw that one open to the public and I think the consensus has probably been that I should shave my shoulders, as is evidenced by the following email.
3: I'd say, for shoulders in particular, my advice is that if you ever want to have sex with a woman, either wear a t-shirt or don't. Of course, when you are ancient, brackets over 40, these standards slip. So by my calculation, that only makes seventeen years of waxing for Dan, and you can't put a price on (laughs) love. So true.
2: So I've decided I will save my shoulders, and I have can report that I have done that now. Really? But I can't. Yeah, I have. (laughs) But I can't say I'm going to keep it up for the rest of my life. But I've done it now. Are you happy? Are you bloody happy. happy? So last week then we had a chapter about transport and we talked about how we're going to get around in the future when we can't use things like cards, how we're going to move around the city. Nick wrote in with the following suggestion.
1: Big Bird used to go everywhere on roller skates. Until he updates his mode of transport, I'm not going to trust suggestions such as the tube. So Nick is, is right to be cautious there, I think, because
2: Bird, you know, he's no early adopter. He waits until something has been thoroughly tested before using any new technology. So he's sticking with the roller skates. And he's sticking 40. With the roller skates, and he's 40. He's got a hit TV show. So, you know, there's a lesson there for us all. So maybe we should all travel on roller skates. It's a much safer and fun way of travelling. Yep. We also discussed the possibility of using a network of slides and wires to get around suspended miles above the city which claire seems to have latched onto
3: and adds i love the idea of slides as transport i imagine it is a sort of human marble run however traffic jams could get incredibly painful slide block would be nice and cozy though
2: <laughs> this is true
3: you're in you in a block and you're all jammed together waiting to get through a junction at least you can have a nice cuddle not so good if the guy in front is topless and a hairy rug back Well, this has been pointed out by listener Sean, who writes in to say, Slapping into the back of a
1: hairy fat bloke in a human traffic jam would be horrible, unless you happen to be rich.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because as we've established, Rich loves feeling hairy men in the swimming pool. And that that was established in chapter one, where Rich talked about hairy men's backs.
3: (laughs) That's like a dream for me
2: so finally sorry about this barrage of admin but finally in chapter 2 we discussed the possibility of buying the sun or getting the sun and we claimed the sun as our own so we said that sun is ours Charlie checked it up and legally that's fine so I set about going onto the internet to find out whether we can do this let's get this sun claimed and we talked about renaming it the fun and it would be forever branded in our image I've made a small jingle for this section so strap in here it is Here comes the fun, do-do-do-do. Here comes
0: the fun, and I say it's all right. Yeah!
2: So, the fun, then. This is our achievement. We're going to claim the sun, call it the fun. Now, I wrote... To all the big names in the land claiming scene, such as titleregisters.co.uk, landregistrydeeds.co.uk, and claim land.co.uk, to try and find out whether we can do this. And I sent them the following email Dear
1: Sir or Madam, I'm very interested in claiming some currently unused land. I have done some research, and it seems that land in space basically belongs to whoever claims it first. With this in mind, I would like to claim the sun. If the claim is successful, You and your company would be exempt from our sun tax for life. You would also receive a negotiable percentage of our profits to further your great work in the field of land claiming. Any ideas how to further this ambitious idea would be much appreciated. Yours, hopefully, Dan.
2: (laughs) So there we go. I send that off to these these companies, and I can't understand why, but I actually got no response. So I went to the next best authority on this subject, which is the people of the website Yahoo Answers. Do you guys know this website? Oh, I know, yeah. So this is a website where you ask any question and people answer you and give you some answers uh, just, just what they think about the subject. So I posted the same question and this is some of the responses I got. Uh, uh, some of them in the answers just go for damning factual accuracy such as Destruction Demon, who says
1: the following. It's a scam. Besides, there is no land on the sun. The sun's just burning gas, i.e. no land at all. Fuck you, destructive Demon.
2: What <laughs> I don't like it.
1: The thing is, because it's... Well, it's not claiming land, though, is it? It's property in space. And it's a collection of gas, you know, to form an entity, which technically is property. Who made Destruction Demon King of the Sun, anyway? I, we... I think Destruction Demon doesn't know what he's talking about. It's to, it's to claim.
2: Yeah, it's still asked the same. But the overwhelming suggestion from what everyone said to the answer to the question was... Fly to the sun and put a flag on it. Obviously! We just have to get there and put a flag on it. And Joseph Zed... Helpfully adds, I suggest you go at night so you don't get burned up. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to put a flag on the sun, okay? (laughs) Now, this is our big mission in the next step of claiming the fun for ourselves. Now, we've got to get up there, plant a flag on it. How are we going to get up there? Well, listener Tom writes in with an idea of how we can get up into space to make this happen.
3: They did send a monkey into space. And how qualified could he slash she be? Qualified in monkey business, I think. (laughs) Just wait until they are going to somewhere dodgy like Mercury Then show your obvious scientific knowledge But fake a complete disregard for your well-being Then as soon as you're up there Do a howl 9000 on their asses and take over the ship (laughs) You'll certainly have the upper hand then, just like E. Honda would in Paper, Scissors, Stone. (laughs) Good simile. I
2: like it. That is one of my favourite
3: new similes. So that's it.
2: We need to trick NASA into thinking we are scientific geniuses, but with very low (laughs) account for our own well-being. This is a good idea. So so I mean I guess the next step in this endeavor will be to actually get in touch with NASA. Now I can't guarantee that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> but any further developments we will let you know. So I've got an article here by Toby Young, a Guardian journalist who wanted to set up a new type of free school where access to a good education is not based on income. And he's having a bit of problems at the moment with bureaucracy and uh, accusations of middle class snobbery. But his ideal, I think, is a noble one. He wants to set up a school where everyone can have access to good education. And I think that we can learn from this. And we as Flat29 should do the right thing and set up our own school where everyone can have access to our own brand of education. Now, what are we going to do? What are we Going to do in our school? Any ideas for subjects, what subjects we're gonna teach in our school? We don't follow the national curriculum. Hell no, we're above that. What are we gonna go for?
3: Okay, keeping it real.
2: <laughs> you know what, I had that on the top of my <laughs> list as well. <laughs> it's the most important subject I think. Yeah. Yeah. Lesson one every day. Keeping it real. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Lesson two, I've got balloon modelling. Sorry, I just love it.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, uh, Maybe that's a break time activity or a wet lunch time.
3: Oh, no, I want it to be an academic study. Okay. (laughs) Who's going to run our school, though? We need someone to run it, right? Is it us or is it popular figures? I think we're too busy keeping it real. (laughs) Exactly, so we're going to need someone to run it. So, obviously, the head teacher could be Barack Obama course so See,
2: he can and is, is he also all the teachers <laughs> <laughs> no he's
3: not yeah they the video teachers. link him he just teaches all these things from his, from his office no. <laughs> no barack obama i think would be a good candidate for the um, head teacher because he's got later time he's, <laughs> he's not busy he's not busy at the moment no he's got nothing yeah. on um <laughs> i think who would we get to run our music section dr dre Dr. Dre, he is because the king of Jingle. he's the most qualified pop star because he's a doctor. That is true. And maybe <laughs> Dr. Fox, uh, he could be supply. Supply. <laughs> or what we could do, um, another idea is obviously the people are going to need to eat at our school. So um, yeah, I guess yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, but I think maybe we could get the cast of Rainbow to be the din, like the. <laughs> <food> <laughs> people.
2: That's a nice. That's a lovely image, actually. What are they going to serve? What sort of delicacies are they cooking up?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think you know Geoffrey um, He'll be the concierge. Sure.
1: <laughs> nice. So we've got, we've got Bungle. Really,
2: our uh, school um, has a concierge. What,
1: is, is Zippy manning the till in the canteen, or how's that working? I wouldn't trust Dirt. Zippy.
2: He's been stuffing money into his mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him on the till.
3: No, George is on the till because he's made sensible. He's reliable. <laughs> Zippy like makes conversation and dishes out the chips. Okay. And Bungle, I don't know. He, he clears he, up the plates. Yeah, he wipes up and shit.
2: This is good.
3: And everyone's really horrible to Bungle. (laughs) But he deserves it. (laughs) I like it. Every Wednesday, it's MASH day, and you get Bodger. No, you get Badger. You get Bodger and Badger. (laughs) (laughs) You can't have one without the other. Yeah, Um, And for that one day, Bodger becomes the concierge, (laughs) and Badger does everything else.
2: Wasn't that an episode of Bodger <laughs> and Badger? all Badger has to
3: do is make the mash and serve it, and that's it.
2: <laughs> okay, so what kind of, what are we going to be wearing?
3: What sort of uniform are we going to go for? I think we should get more gadgety. So gadgety? Like, able, high tech? Are I you mean, thinking
2: of kind of electronic components to the uniform? What do you reckon?
3: Like a jetpack built into the <laughs> blazer. Um, laser? What subjects are they using these for? I meant blazer. Oh, laser. So, <laughs> 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 like a jetpack laser. Oh okay. Um, and
2: they also have a laser for um, period five laser sessions with Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> so what about behavior? How are we going to control behavior in our school? Obviously, um, corporal punishment and hitting has been rightly banned, but that does leave us open to some very harsh psychological punishments. If so you can start off just by kind of subtly undermining everything they do and just slowly crush their spirits, or for <laughs> repeat offenders, if it's a bit ineffective, move on to a kind of Guantanamo-style psychological smackdown. <laughs> you sleep deprivation, simulated execution, you know, well, you do get away with it in America. We can do it! Come on! <laughs> well, are there are p- some potential human rights uh, eccentricities there but you know we can
3: work around them I don't think we'll need any of this because I think to gain admission to the school you have to have a one-on-one hypnosis session with Barack Obama
2: <laughs> <laughs> why does he do hypnosis now
3: <laughs> I like <laughs> it though <laughs> and what he does <laughs> he can he, do everything. he just he's got like mind control and he just right. sort of like says he will be a good model student it's a bit like um, what's it called 1984 or something like, but he, he's like he's like the <laughs> he, big Forever of the school, he and
2: turned if- from uh, lovable headmaster to a kind of like <laughs> authoritarian dictator overlord.
3: <laughs> yeah. I like it.
1: He plays That's all like- roles.
3: And if there's any indecent thoughts he can sort of um oh god just like Xavier in X-Men he can sort of like shut down their mind. Yeah, shut down their minds and then like he'll se- he'll send them to the Guantanamo <laughs> Bay type place and they'll be right. um re-hypnotized. So we're making some sort of Orwellian
2: nightmare of <laughs> a school. Yeah. So that was Flat29's Big Book of Everything for this week. That was everything you need to know about education. It was a bit of a long one this week. We did do an instalment of our regular quiz segment Champs and Chumps but we just couldn't fit it in the uh, self-imposed time limit of our podcast. So if you do want to hear that you can get down to our website flat29.com slash podcast in the chapter section we always put up extra bits there and we've got pictures videos and your champs and chumps segment remember if you want to contact us we'd really like to hear maybe some of your school reports maybe some things you wrote at school podcast at flat 29.com get us on our facebook group flat 29's big book of everything next week we're going to be talking about fear Ooh. Ooh. Dun,
1: dun, dun. we'll see you there goodbye Bye. flat
0: 29's book of everything another topic down the millions to go the we've covered that in enormous detail there's nothing else you could possibly want
3: to know here's another one i'm gonna do to glate okay this is my music teacher right this one okay R- Richard has been a pleasure to have in the group and is developing some excellent skills as a musician. He is a very able performer and has a flair for composition and songwriting wow not funny <laughs>
2: that's very just, just uh just very praiseworthy
3: should i tell you for my music uh
2: report here i've got a music report from year seven and i have written in, in my comment at the bottom i have enjoyed composing christmas songs and using the keyboard my target is to get better at composing musics <laughs> and i've written musics with an s <laughs> and that is still my target okay <laughs>